We're looking for what could be the newest set of international sister cities for our GeoQuiz today. Typically, sister cities reach out to their foreign counterparts as a way to promote cultural or commercial ties. Toledo, Ohio, and Toledo, Spain got the ball rolling back in 1931. Ever since, cities have forged similar partnerships. Ames, Iowa, and Koshu, Japan, for example, or Galveston, Texas, and Cape Town, South Africa. The latest sister city relationship that's popped up is between a town in Oregon and a village in Scotland. It's not clear the two places have much in common. The Oregonian town has an elite training center for seeing eye dogs, while the Scottish town has especially scenic bogs. But they do share something that is, shall we say, nominally humdrum. So try to name these twin cities. Our answer's coming up in just a minute. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. We're looking for what could be one of the newest sets of sister cities for our GeoQuiz today. A town in Oregon and a village in Scotland are mulling over the idea of joining up. The world's David Lavallee explains. The list of sister cities in the world is a long one. According to Sister Cities International, more than 2,000 U.S. cities are partnered in more than 100 countries. Did you know Seattle's hooked up with Tashkent? Others are more obscure. Louisville, Kentucky has a sister city that's the capital of a northern region of Ghana. Go figure. Some cities even have multiple partners. Anyway, the latest matchup that's generating some buzz involves a town in Oregon and a village in Scotland. Boring. That's probably what you're thinking, right? Exactly. It's the interestingly named town of Boring in Oregon, paired up with a village in Scotland named Dull. I have lived in Dull for 10 years or uh, so. Emma Bertles is from Dull. She says a friend of hers who was bike touring in Oregon suggested the sister city idea to her in an email, and she picked up on the idea. I proposed it to the Dull Women's Book Club, which is uh, an active group in the community, and we all thought it was a fantastic idea. So um, here we are. And here's boring Oregon resident Jim Hart's reaction. Well, I think I like the idea because uh, life here is a little bit dull, and we need something to spice it up a little bit. So the plan is picking up momentum. But first, Jim Hart wants to set the record straight when it comes to the origin of the name of his Oregonian town. This area was formed uh, because a person named Boring, that's his last name, came here in 1856 and homesteaded. So I talked to one of the Borings who are still living here, Bob Boring. I asked him a couple of days ago, and he said his father told him Boring is not a condition. It's a name. Fair enough. As for Dull's story, Emma Bertle says there's a couple of theories. One is that the name comes from an old Scottish word for meadow. Dull may also refer to the leather straps used to carry a coffin, she says there's an old story about the dulls snapping during an apparently lengthy funeral procession to an island cemetery. His body was being taken to Holy Island, and the dolls, as they are called, the straps that hold the coffin up, broke here in Dull, and um, his bearers decided that was a, a sign to bury him here, and I think probably they were a bit tired and didn't really want to walk all the way to Holy Island. Lazy might have been another option, but they went with dull. With a sister city partnership in the offing, Boring's Mr. Hart says he looks forward to hosting some dull visitors. 
The 84 residents of Dull agree hospitality is surely part of the equation. We'd love to have some boring visitors. We'd be most delighted to have you. One local did come up with an interesting idea for the exchange, saying we could probably send them some strawberries and they could send us some good scotch. That deal will be on the table in June when the dull and boring community planning organizations convene. For The World, I'm David Lavallee.